0: So, yeah, we were watching something last night. I don't know if you all have seen this going on, but um, unidentified flying objects. You haven't seen this stuff going on? They say about every day there's legitimate. Have you seen this, Larry? Are you aware of some of it? Yeah, that that's where we saw it. I didn't want to admit it, but that's where, that's where we saw it. <laughs> so Tucker's been doing a story on this. Supposedly the military have, have gone all kinds of stories of sightings. And one of them was a, um, one of them was a pilot, I think, that had, had, uh, actually in his sights and, and this thing just takes off and it's, it's like they can't track it or anything. And, uh. And, and he said it should have had propulsion you could you can see the propulsion uh, like from a jet or something when they take off fast, and he said there wasn't anything and, and then another guy, you know first when I say this in the clouds, it's like this light going across through the clouds. I'm thinking uh, that's just a airport <laughs> you know that's what it, but they said they drove for like twenty minutes, and it was the same as they were going. Um, so. I'd like to just, uh, I'd like for us to just address uh, something that um, is is real, is the spiritual world that, that, uh, um, you know, you can't have the Christmas story without acknowledging some things that are pretty far out. You know what I mean? It's like some, this is, this is a different realm altogether. <clears throat> and so, um, uh, you know, you, you consider the, uh, well, the virgin birth, first of all. What what happened? There's a, an angel shows up. And what happens initially all the time? That, because um, there's this assumption that in an angel appearing is like, uh a special occurrence, and what do they do all the time in the Bible when this happens? They fall down. Yeah, it's like they're 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 afraid because this, this is this something you're not used to. It's like somebody in a glowing outfit, you know, except for when Annette shows up, <laughs> she kind of she kind she gets us used to uh, angel visitations, right? It's like <laughs> sometimes there's just this natural reaction. I just want to bow down. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we, you had that and then then you had um uh man the angel choir you know I got the angel choir but you know um I got to thinking about this in light in light of of some of these other events that are going on right now a lot of it has to do with a light in the sky, doesn't it? And I've always had a hard time figuring out how wise men followed a star. That's a pretty farmed out thing, you know? It's, it's, it's like way up in the sky. How do, how do you follow a star? And yet, I, 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 sent, I sent Buddy this link to this, uh, to this book. Did you get to read it at all or you haven't listened to it at all? Well, If you go back into the 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 time when the Bible was actually written, uh, there was a concept of spiritual beings being in the sky, and uh, they would. That's why I, you know, a lot of the the old religions actually would consider stars to be gods, and um, and you know, you can say, well, oh, that's they're just weird. You know, they just didn't have any understanding, and yet. Uh, I got to thinking about this. The star that the wise men were following, maybe it wasn't your normal star, you know? Maybe it was an actual entity that was guiding them. You know, a spiritual... I mean, we believe a lot of other stuff, you know? (laughs) That would make a whole lot more sense to me that it actually settled above the manger, you know? What was that? Well, it's, I want to call this unidentified <laughs> objects. Because <laughs> they're not just flying objects. Uh, and and <laughs> so as we were watching some other things, <laughs> I, um, I told my wife, this is just flat out evil. And you know, it's, so many things in our world today, it's... It it seems like there's somebody that you can actually see in a physical body, but what I'm hearing is evil. That's because there's another realm that's real. Just because we're not used to something doesn't mean that it's not real. And and just because Mary uh, fell down before this angel doesn't mean there wasn't an angel there the day before. She just happened to observe it. Amen? Amen. So, and, and uh, you know, may, maybe this is something that we're aware of and we talk about, but I just want to, I want to go back and I was, part of this got, got started by reading Revelations and, and some of the things that the, the beings and the other entities that are alive and existent, it really should affect our perspective of things that we see with our natural eye. We should be able to put them where they need to be, okay? So I just want to go to Ezekiel here and just took look look at some things out of the Old Testament because sometimes we think somebody's just having a vision. Well, are they? Are they actually seeing some things, you know? We believe in the virgin birth. We believe in, in Jesus being a, well, that in itself, you know, was a, a they said the Spirit came and conceived Jesus. That's that's another entity. That's something that we can't explain. That's an unidentified event, isn't it? It's like we don't... Uh, we believe it's the Holy Spirit, but there was, something that, there was another realm getting involved with our realm that was producing something very real, right? So, I just want to look... I mean, there's several examples, but some of these I just want to draw out is... Is, is, is there's there's a spiritual realm going on around us that if we could see it, we'd probably be on our faces all the time. But I believe that we've been given an identity that when we become aware of these things, that, that we should not, you know, uh, when you start talking about this, that you almost need some background music for it, like, whoa you know, it's like uh somebody was telling me, I think Hunter, Hunter somebody was telling me that there's this sound going on in New York now that they can't explain. It's kind of like, you know, rubbing a finger around the top of a glass, you know, kind of thing. And it's been going on for like a year, how long? A year. And they can't, and it's driving some people crazy. And, and Here's here's where I want to get with this, and and we can go through this and get there hopefully. We need to not be uh, put off. We do not need to be afraid. We do not need to be uh, surprised, (laughs) right? And and we definitely need to not be put off of our our game by something. We should be able to, to see something in the skies and not be impressed by it. But how do we do that? And I think it's very critical, because what what we've been given is entrance into a spiritual realm, that either we can try to put everything into what we can figure out, or we realize that we're not going to be able to identify some things, but we can put them in a category, and we can say, that's in this category that I have authority over. Amen? Amen. All right, so let's just look at this because, man, I think it's kind of interesting. Okay, Ezekiel says, then I looked and behold, a whirlwind was coming out of the north, a great cloud with raging fire engulfing itself, and brightness was all around it and radiating out of its midst like the color of amber out of the midst of the fire. So there's this. This happened with Moses. Remember with Moses um, on the mountain? There was like lightning and, and fire up on the mountain, right? It scared everybody. So much that they said, we got to go make a calf. <laughs> no, but there's there was a physical evidence of a presence that was in another realm. And so... I thought it was interesting cuz this is this is a continual thing. Remember what happened in the upper room? There was a wind and there was fire. And what are these things? They're another realm. It's an it's a spiritual realm that is very real and very <laughs> unidentifiable. But that's okay. Right? Okay. And brightness was all around it and radiating out of its midst like the color of amber out of the midst of the fire. And the living creatures ran back and forth in appearance like a flash of lightning. That would explain some things, wouldn't it? These lights going across the sky that they can't explain. It's a spiritual entity. Now, as I looked at the living creatures, behold, a wheel was on the earth beside each living creature with its four faces. Isn't this weird weird stuff, right? All these multiple-faced things. And the appearance of the wheels and their workings was like the color of barrel, and all four had the same likeness. The appearance of their working was, as it were, a wheel in the middle of a wheel. When they moved, they went toward any one of four directions. They did not turn aside when they went. As for the rims, they were so high, they were awesome. And their rims were full of eyes and all around the four of them. When the living creatures went, the wheels went beside them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. Wherever the spirit wanted to go, they went because there, was, there the spirit went. And the wheels were lifted together with them. For the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. Man, this is some far out stuff, isn't it? And we can just say, well, that's... As somebody that had too much pizza or pasta or, or, or what? Fish and rice? <laughs> or Larry's chili? <laughs> right? Um, and so, you know, you could, you could debate, you know, whether these were actual events going on. But there is another realm you know when you get to revelation we start talking about these multiple faced things and stuff again and, and 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 it's a very real realm and there's there's commonalities among it the, these lights and these and this this unpredictable movements and and things, uh, if, if you if you Google this, I mean, you'll find all kinds of, this guy did a Facebook site where people are, are posting on there now and people are seeing this stuff. And you know what? The world is really impressed by that kind of stuff. But I think there needs to be a, a an awareness of even something as far out as this that we become to where we're, we're not surprised. We're not put off by the. It's, it's not a big deal to us. You know, a lot of times we can do that with spiritual things like horror movies. They, 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 the whole idea of a horror movie is to make you believe in this spiritual but make you afraid of it, right? Make you impressed by it in, in a way that's going to uh, pull you back, right? So there's these these spiritual entities going on. That, And a lot of times this stuff will happen in, in times that becomes more obvious. It becomes visible. It becomes observed. It becomes documented when there's an event fixing to take place. And I'm thinking, you know, this is really interesting. How this is becoming very uh, documented. People are really, and the, the military can't explain any of this stuff. Why? Because it's not on their radar. Spiritual realm. Doesn't get it on the radar. God came up with, uh, what are those uh, where you can't see stuff? That new, no, these airplanes that you can't see. Stealth. Stealth. He he came up with stealth a long time ago. And he he put us all in this realm where we can't really see these stealth things unless we are taken over into that realm. And it's the realm we've been born into in Christ is is a the the realm of the spirit. We've heard this, haven't we? We have a body and or and we we are a spirit. We live in a body and we have a soul. Well, what is this spirit side of stuff? There needs to be not just trying to put it in our in our little understanding of what a spirit is, but understanding that there's a realm way beyond what we can. Try to, to put it into. And and this is what God wants to this is where he affects us is in this spirit realm. Okay. All right. I said, man, this is weird stuff tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on this. <laughs> this is kinda of different. I thought I'd go here. Is this all right? It's kinda of different, isn't it? Um so what's that? So uh Matthew seventeen two. Remember what happened. They uh, <clears throat> and and you wonder uh, with with Jesus um, when he would go hang out with his father. How, how much it, of of perception into this realm he might have become familiar with, because he goes up on the top of this mountain. Remember with Peter, and and um, and he has this these other prophets show up from another realm. And then he starts glowing. Wow, this is really cool. Right. He was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as light. Was he that way already? Well, that's the realm that began to be exposed for what it was. And so Peter, what Peter, and this is what we always want to do, is we want to make a monument out of stuff and turn it into something natural that's really spiritual. We want to, we, we, we want to confine the spiritual into something that we can understand. And it's not going to be understandable. The spiritual, I mean, it, it, we will be imparted of things and we've been given the spirit to help us to understand the spirit realm. But it's not going to be understood through our mind. The, the, the direction is going to come from our spirit, right? So anyway, this is another example. Wow, there's a bright light. There's, a, there's an experience of something from another world that Peter wants to take into this world. And it's, no, no, this was just an experience we were going to have. Right? All right. Let's go to Revelation. All right. Of course, he is having a vision here, but man, this is really interesting what, what's what's happening with John. And in this chapter, and, and so this is kind of how I got into this is through how many been reading your Bibles? Bible chapter. Um so John in in this in this chapter, I mean he's already John <laughs> he's already pretty cool he's already the one that Jesus loves you know <laughs> he's, he's he's really set apart from everybody else and yet he's being called up into another realm he's being called into this realm where man <laughs> it's it, Stuff's going on that is just completely different, okay? Then suddenly, after I wrote down these messages, remember it started off with with, uh, him addressing all these seven churches, right, and saying, I know your works. I know what you're doing, but there's an issue. And he's talking to the church there. He said, there needs to be an adjustment. And what I thought was really cool about this, I I think I wrote about this a little bit. It's like, wouldn't you like to know uh, the end result, like a long time ago, wouldn't it have affected some of your choices that you made? And I was looking at Revelation with regard to that. It's like it starts off with all these warnings uh, because <laughs> he's fixing to tell about what's going to happen—that there is judgment, that there is uh, consequence, that there, there is—and and, and and there's this continual reminder that. Unless you have ears to hear what I'm saying, you're going to miss out on this warning of this, because there, there's this realm that is completely beyond what you can see in this natural realm. And I know you're going through things, and I know you're feeling, you're experiencing things in the natural, but they are just evidence of things in another realm. It's like the matrix. It's like there's another, there's another realm going on all the time. Suddenly, I wrote down these, things, these messages, those things about the churches. I saw a heavenly portal open before me, and the same trumpet voice I had heard speaking with me at the beginning broke the silence and said, Ascend into this realm. I want to reveal to you what must happen after this. Instantly, I was taken into the spirit realm. Huh. Huh. So there's this other realm that's, that's there all the time. Yeah. But there's access to it that will bring revelation of other things. Okay. I saw a heavenly throne set in place and someone seated on it. Isn't that interesting? He says someone. He can't ad- identify him at this time. His appearance was sparkling like crystal and glowing like a carnelian gemstone. Surrounding the throne was a circle of green light like an emerald rainbow. Encircling the great throne were 24 thrones with elders in glistening white garments seated upon them. Each wearing a golden crown of victory. Now you can get into, people have different theories of who these people were. But what I think is very interesting is the one on the main throne has 24 thrones around him and each one of those other people in the on those thrones are spiritual entities that he might not need them but he uses them he uses them for his glory okay and pulsing from the throne were blinding flashes of lightning this other realm has evidence in light flashes of lightning darting lightning Crashes of thunder and voices. Does that not sound familiar? Sounds familiar to to what Moses went through? What Ezekiel saw, right? There's this, this fire, there's this thunder, there's this lightning going on. And burning before the throne are seven blazing torches, which represent the seven spirits of God. And in front of the throne, there was a pavement like a crystal sea of glass. Around the throne and on each side stood four living creatures, full of eyes in front and behind. The first living creature resembled a lion, the second an ox, the third a human face, and the fourth like an eagle in flight. Each of the four living creatures had six wings, full of eyes all around and under their wings. They worshiped without ceasing, day and night, singing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty. The was, the is, and the coming. And whenever the living creatures gave glory and honor and thanks to the one oops, who is enthroned and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fell face down before the one seated on the throne. And they worshiped the one who lives forever and ever. And they surrendered their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord and God, to receive glory, honor, and power. For you created all things, and by your plan, they were created and exist. Man. That sounds like a song needs to be written. Oh, I guess the song hasn't been written. That's a lot of that's a lot of good stuff right there. All these all these other thrones, all these other kings were bowing down before him. So there's there's sometimes when we're When we're experiencing even what we understand of God himself, sometimes we just want to make it like it's just just him. But there's these other entities out there that are, uh, that he's the king of, of those kings. He's the Lord of those lords. So sometimes our perspective, we just want to say it's just God and me. No, no, there's a whole spiritual realm out there. That is affecting other things that affect your perception of your little reality. Does that make sense? Okay. Help me with this. Let's really. <laughs> All right. So I I think in reading some of these things, we need to not just be put off and put it into the to the you know storytelling side of things. But no, this is actually who we are. And if you go into the Uh, to the fifth chapter he starts talking about how he's made us to be kings and priests this is what he's called us up to this is the realm we're going to sometimes we think oh I'm just looking forward to going to heaven and just flittering around and shooting arrows and or I'm going to begin to just develop what I've started here, and I'm going to become a very, very wonderful musician. Well, maybe it's going to be completely different than you think. Just like an angel showing up in your room might be completely different than, than you thought, right? And maybe God has designed for us to be part of a spiritual realm. You know, in that fifth chapter, again, it talks about hosts, hosts. You know, sometimes we can feel like a minority here on this earth, and we can feel, especially in America right now, it's like <laughs> like the prophet said, Is there anybody else that, that loves God? And, and and God said, You just don't know. You just don't know how many haven't bowed to Baal. You don't know what you're getting hooked up with. And it is much more significant than anything in this realm can impress you with. And it's very important to get on the spiritual side. Of what's actually going on. These little <coughs> nodding heads on all these. Trying to tell us what they think about everything. <laughs> They've never seen what's coming. <laughs> Revelation is necessary for this. To let us know that this realm we're going into. That we've been born into in Christ. It's, it's an identity that's spiritual. That God's taken us up into. Well, let me not get ahead of myself, okay? Are you all with me here? All right. So in in Ephesians 2, remember in Ephesians 1, he's talking about about how Jesus has been uh, seated in heavenly places, far above principalities and power. What are these things? They might have a few eyes on them. (laughs) And they might be in this room right now. Well, (laughs) We have something to say about that. but I, uh, They might be flying through the sky right now and somebody's seeing them. You know? <laughs> they might be over Liberty Hill right now. When there's darkness going on, it's not just a uh, an abstract thing. It's not just a random thing. There's a spiritual force behind it there's a there's a being there that's that's influencing sometimes when we're going through something remember how that that, that comedian used to say the devil made me do it and it you know (laughs) we say well no the devil can't make me but you know what there is an influence there's a spiritual realm and especially when you open the door to it you know when you open the door to entertainment in certain areas you know some of these some of these kids you know uh you know, we were talking with some grandparents that have are raising their their grandkids. You know, like we are, and as soon and it's and it's tragic, but but you know, as soon as somebody opens the door into the into the realm of of substance abuse, they're not just opening up something into their body; their spirit is being opened up to a spiritual influence that they have a. You know, you you can get free of it physically, but their spirit's been opened up to something that's causing so many tragic stories. My my sister works, you know, in Teen Challenge. So many tragic stories of people gone through the whole program, gotten completely free from it. You know, thirteen months being in this program, and go out in a couple weeks, they OD on, you know, heroin or something. What's going on with that? Well it might just be that just like the christmas story there's some things that aren't we can't put our finger on in the natural realm they're unidentifiable because they're in a realm that we can't see yeah, right. and in the understanding of that uh, you know this this has really been precious to me and i'm i'm wanting to grow in this but but jesus is this for us too the experience of Jesus is a spiritual experience. He's a being. He's a light. He wants to be with us all the time. <laughs> and where he is, he's affecting other things around. But we have to open the door. It's like he says, I, I behold, I stand at the door and knock. He's this light. He's... He's this being in this spiritual realm that is needing a door open for him to be able to affect. And so there's a, a continual need for that. But, but there needs to be the understanding that it's not Jesus, just Jesus floating around. Not that he's floating around, but you know what I'm saying. That he's, he's not just there. No, there's, there's some entities that we don't understand that are influencing what we see in the natural What's going on in the world right now is is a, is a what do you call it a conflate, conf, whatever that word is. It's it's growing around the world. There's this this spiritual buildup that's affecting governments. I mean, how do you explain our government right now? Well, you know, you can start trying to, to analyze it but there's some spiritual forces at work how can how can people accept these kind of identity things that are it's just it's spiritual there's another realm there affecting it so Jesus when he was raised up when he rose up from the uh, from the grave what he Rose up into was a spiritual realm that put him above every other entity. There were 24 thrones around the throne that, that John is seeing, but there's other thrones in this earth that are that that Satan is influencing. And Jesus rose up above all of them. And he's seated in heavenly places, heavenly places. There's always a higher place that we're taken to. He's seated in heavenly places far above those things. And then in in Ephesians 2, 6, it says, and he raised us up together. In what form? In a spiritual form that the Father God considers to be superior to those four-faced Multiple eyed creatures, right? But there needs to be an understanding that that's who we are. That's where our power lies. It's in the spirit. It's in this spirit realm. He says he, he raised us up together and made us sit together in what, what places? Heavenly places. So we're still here on the earth. We're, I'm still walking around here. But spiritually, I've been taken to a higher place. That's above all these bug-eyed things. Yeah. Amen? <laughs> that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. What is so wonderful about the power of, of God's love and the understanding that what we have in, in Christ is eternal life is what 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 always tries to impress us is what we're going through right now, and the purpose of us being seated in heavenly places it will affect right now, especially if we really believe it and we really walk in it. But it's not just about right now. Yeah, you know, I, I, I was I was talking with a Buddy, and, and hopefully this is okay. But <laughs> I believe God's been leading him in his in his life. You know, I, I've I've known him since he got up started with a startup. And uh, I I believe it wasn't just about the startup; it's about where he's he's, he's been taken to now. But he had to be faithful to where he was at that point. He had to listen to God's voice, or he would he would be googling or something, you know, (laughs) because God wants to raise us up right now. But if we don't appreciate what we have right now, he has a purpose that his grace is going to take us to. It, grace isn't just about sin. It's grace's empowerment for spiritual superiority yes. and taking our place in him. Yes. Amen? Okay, so let me go to Ephesians 6 two. For we do not wrestle, and we're familiar with this, and this is putting on the whole armor of God. We got to do all this, right? But but this point is that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. These things that we're seeing around us are, are, are being dominated by spiritual realms. This is why, you know, even what we have with the word of God, and even what we have with um. What we believe in God has to be something that is not just mental. Right. It, it's going to have to be spiritual. Yes. That's why we've been given the Holy Spirit, because <laughs> that this realm that we're interacting with, it it can't be mental. It's going to have to be through the Spirit. Right. Now, we'll, we'll get understanding into our mind but it, it will come by the Spirit, amen? So, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, four-eyed, or four-faced eyed creatures with eyes all around, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. That sounds like a pretty relevant or... or Correlating with <laughs> yeah. with John's description, with Ezekiel's ex- description, there's another realm that we've been given dominance over. And until we take our place in that, and, and actually begin to become perceptive. Now, now we don't get weird and start seeing, you know, boogeyman's everywhere and... What? Bigfoot. Huh? Yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah, we can find Bigfoot all over the place. But... But there should be an understanding that what we're dealing with, you know, even, even in Liberty Hill right now, they have some things going on where, where kids are dying and, and things are, they're, they're being influenced. You know, we, sh- we should be able, to, I, we went and prayed around a pool, you know, and, and um, I think we just really have to be careful not to defer honor to the working of a spiritual realm that we have dominance over. Amen? Okay, let's go to... uh, All right, we're good, aren't we? 2 Corinthians 11, 14. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. And so I was thinking about this because there's a need for us in this time to understand a spiritual realm, but to not be deceived by what we think is a spiritual realm. Because he... Uh, Paul here is talking about, he's talking about people that come and preach things, but it's really deception. And, and so I was thinking, you know, well, those must have been angels because they're light. But no, he says Satan will come and look like he's light. So there needs to be an understanding that is not just an outward observance. And you know this is going on in a, in <laughs> I, I really I, I really draw back from from being critical of anybody else that's working or that's presenting but but there is an it's like I was telling telling my wife you know what there's there's people that are anointed in music to sing but I'm not going to follow them spiritually necessarily cuz they can just because they, they have a voice to sing does not mean they're a spiritual guide, you know. And so we can even be blessed by 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 what they do. But but where am I fo- what am I gonna follow? Somebody that's teaching me something. I have to be careful that I don't just because of their yep. of how they say, even thus saith the Lord, does not mean that to the Lord saying it. You know. <laughs> yep. So how do you get to that? P- where you know, well, you, if you live, it's like I was talking with somebody about, uh you know, accents and stuff. You can tell where somebody's from by how they talk. You know, my, my sister-in-law's from Wisconsin, and she, uh, I won't even try, but she, I can tell, you can tell she's from Wisconsin, you know. You can tell Larry's from Texas, you know. <laughs> yeah. I guess you can tell I'm from Colorado I don't know but uh I I speak right English I don't know how Britons even I mean that's not phonetic at all you know they completely leave Rs out I I don't know how <laughs> so, I don't know how they just they just have to memorize that R goes in there somewhere I guess but um oh, where was I going with all this oh if you're communicating in the spirit consistently long enough you can develop an understanding for perceiving when something's not in the spirit and that's why, that's partly why we've been given the Holy Ghost to speak in tongues the more we speak in the the spirit what we're doing is we're going to the realm of the spirit and we've been given this this tool to do so it's going to get way more than this once we go uh, you know (laughs) beyond when once we go home we're going to see some stuff that's just going to be really cool but it needs to be cool and not weird or you know not not put us off no we're, we've already been to the realm of the spirit we've already been Communicating with the Holy Spirit—we've already been activating our spirit. We've already become familiar with it, and Satan can come before us, shining and glowing, and saying, "Thus saith the Lord." And we can say, "Uh-uh," because I—you don't talk right. You sound like a Texan. <laughs> I heard you say it. So there's no way you can be from heaven. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me just get through this. Okay, so 1 John 4.3 says, Every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. So i thought about that before. That's kind of weird, you know. But, but <laughs> what's he talking about? He's talking about a spiritual event that took place where the Holy Spirit came and, and produced a child in a young woman. That's a spiritual event that Satan will not admit because it's something beyond. It's it's the basis for what we believe because from that comes what we require. Before Jesus, we cannot be alive spiritually. We can operate in a spiritual realm, but we can't be alive spiritually. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which we uh, you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. You're of God little children and have overcome them. Have overcome them. Now, it doesn't it's it's not enough just to quote this scripture and say, Greater is he to me than he that's and, and when world. and when Satan shows up, he can even have horns this time, so you really know who he is, but you start saying, Greater is he than in me than he that's in the world. And you get, you're really scared because the verse alone will not do it. it. Says, "We have overcome him because we're a child." And you're, how are you a child when you walk in the spirit? <laughs> and there's so much more to this, but there's there's a necessity of walking in the spirit if you're going to be an overcomer in the spirit. When you walk in the Spirit, you're a child of God, right? Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. 2 Corinthians 5, 16 and 17. and We'll end here. So then, from now on, we have a new perspective that refuses to evaluate people merely by their outward appearances. So... (laughs) We've been talking about this realm that, that's, that's full of spiritual activity that's influencing things in the natural. But this this goes to the heart of, of uh, God and God being a, a being that is love. It transforms our perspective now. I can no longer look at a person as just somebody that bothers the fire out of me. Not that anybody here does at all, <laughs> right? <laughs> but what we're looking at is not just an outward performance of, of somebody's body. There's a spiritual influence that's taken place. So we look at them in a different way. Aren't you glad God does this with us by faith? And when he looks at us, he doesn't just see are nonsense. He sees into a spiritual realm. And he sees a new creation in Christ. For that's how we once viewed the anointed one, but no longer do we see him with limited human insight. They used to see Jesus that way. Remember? Peter thinking he can tell him what to do. You know, he said, "Get thee." What did he? What was his response? "Get thee behind me." Why? He he recognized it wasn't just Peter; right. it was a spiritual realm. Yeah. It was a spiritual influence that was taking place. So, our dealing with 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 people needs to not be this outward thing where we because we can become judgmental, and we can fall out of of our own spiritual <laughs> sensitivity. But to be victorious in Christ is not just knowing the verse. It's being raised up with him into a spiritual realm. Amen? Yeah. Living in that. What's that? With joy. <laughs> All right. And, and then this is the one. Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, that means uh, he's, he's born into him, right? He has become an entirely new creation. Now I know we're aware of this, but hopefully we can kind of see this just a little bit more. This new creation where we are now is a spiritual being that in the in the ages to come, by the grace of God, is going to rule. It's going to rule other spiritual entities. So the more this actually becomes a reality for us we can only we can not only be victorious in this life actually it enables that for us because we can we can take on an identity we're no longer an unidentified person <laughs> i've become identified with Christ and i'm above those things amen Behold, all things related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. What's the old order? It's anything that just is based upon what we can see in the natural. This new realm. There's angels. There's spiritual beings. There's demons. And we're not afraid of any of those things because we've already been made to be overcomers over those things. Amen?